Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. This is Hamza Foy's Vihya 502 podcast. Before the episode begins, I want to thank everybody for taking the time to tune in, listen in, and visit us on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, or Spotify. Part of Vihya 502 is also sharing pertinent and useful information, news about upcoming events, and for that purpose, we maintain an email newsletter and a WhatsApp group where all of this information is shared. If you are interested in either the newsletter or the WhatsApp group, you'll find ways to subscribe. And now we return to this episode of Vihya 502. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. This is Hamza Foy with the Hiya 502 Podcast. This will be the last Islamic reminder for the month of Ramadan. Alhamdulillah, this blessed month has been refreshing for a number of us. Alhamdulillah, you know, a number of us have taken advantage of this month to reconnect with the Qur'an to read with tadabbar, to read with understanding, to read with beautiful recitation, to read to bring tranquility to our hearts. Alhamdulillah, many of our masajid across the Louisville community have filled bountifully with the Muslims, the thousands of Muslims that we have in this city. Alhamdulillah, brothers and sisters have been greeting each other with glad tidings and treating with one another with kindness. You know, numbers of brothers and sisters inviting each other over to their homes for iftar and for suhoor. And mashallah, this is a blessing that through the will and the grace of Allah repeats itself every Ramadan. And that is why we look longingly to the next Ramadan. The transition from Ramadan to the other months, these are times where we should encourage one another to really keep our nose to the grindstone, as we say in English. Uh, nose to the grindstone, this is an idiomatic expression that means keep ourselves working towards a goal. For us as Muslims, that goal should be to attain to be blessed to look upon the countenance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and that's going to be earned by each of us in different ways a number of us have been pouring over the Quran pouring over books such as Riyadh al-Salihin pouring over the multitudes of hadith compilations and we've been learning we've been learning alhamdulillah you know 
I feel like some of the examples that I might throw out you guys will be familiar with. First and foremost, we achieve that lofty achievement of looking upon the countenance of a law, earning Jannah. First and foremost, that is through the mercy of a law. It is a narrated tradition that Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said that even for himself he will achieve the reward only through the mercy of Allah and that is the same for all of us. But we know through our tradition that those good deeds that will tip the scales in our favor, so to speak, those deeds are many, those deeds are variable. So for some of us, we may attain Jannah by virtue of spending that God-given wealth in the appropriate manners. Some of us may achieve, may earn Jannah through merely forgiving debts. You know, there's a there's a hadith narration in which a Muslim comes before Allah and the the good deed that does it for him is the fact that when he was collecting debts, if somebody did not have you know, the money to pay off their debt to that man, the man would say, you know, no worries. Let him be. Some of us will earn Jannah by virtue of our beautiful memorization, understanding, and teaching of the Qur'an. Some of us will earn Jannah by virtue of our manners, of our character, of our treatment, of our wives, of our husbands, of our parents, of our children. There's going to be many different ways in we, inshallah, can achieve Jannah, and if we do, we will find that the achievement in Jannah will be through different deeds depending on the person. So, transitioning from Ramadan to the later months, it's important to understand the importance of keeping consistent in our deeds as well as having sound understanding to avoid slipping back into bad habits, bad vices. I was reading... Um, Surat al-Yusuf, and, you know, I think it's 
it's worth reminding you know myself first and foremost as well as others that these stories that are related about the prophets and about the peoples so the people of Median uh, the people of Thamud the story of Yusuf the story of Ibrahim it's not in the Quran so much as a um, historical retelling you know we we shouldn't read these stories and think that we're watching you know um ben hur or reading stories of the ancient romans no 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 these stories as told in the quran the quran is explicit in saying that these stories are not historical retellings. These stories are meant to impart lessons, impart knowledge, to be admonitions and reminders for the believers. And so, you know, re-reading the story of Yusuf, you know, one of the um, parts of um, the Prophet Yusuf's story, you know, after his brothers um, abandoned him in the well and he was drawn up from the well by a caravan and a man from Egypt um, happened upon Yusuf, alayhi salam, you know, brought him um, under his wing so to speak, you know, he says to his wife, make his stay with us honorable. He may well be of use to us or we may adopt him as a son. So Yusuf is, is uh, you know, brought under the wing of this Egyptian family. And this is the story in which the, the wife of that um, Egyptian companion of the caravan comes upon Yusuf attempting to seduce him. What's important and what I want to bring attention to is that in the 24th ayah of Sarato Yusuf, and I'm going to read, I'm, I'm going to read the, the English, um, I think for many of the listeners, that English translation will be beneficial. Um, and indeed, she desired him and he desired her. And he would have succumbed had he not seen in this temptation and evidence of his sustainer's truth. Thus, we willed it to be in order that he, we might avert from him all evil and all deeds of abomination for behold, he was truly one of our servants. And what's, what's interesting, so uh, the Qur'an that I'm reading from is a Qur'an um, containing a tafsir. Um, so for those who may not be aware, tafsir is, in English it's translated as exegesis. I know that's a complicated word. Basically, it is further explanation of verses of the Quran. And so what's important is, you know, in the tafsir, you know, there's uh, 
they're talking about classical commenta uh, commentaries about this verse. It's pointed out that the moral significance of virtue, virtue um, being um, anything righteous and good of you, consists in one's inner victory over a wrongful desire, and not in the absence of such a desire. I think this is really important because a number of us, alhamdulillah, we come upon uh, Ramadan, and, you know, as I explained a hadith in the previous Islamic reminder, it said that in Ramadan, you know, the shaitan are chained, the jinn are restrained. And so we're dealing at, you know, during Ramadan, we are dealing merely with our nafs, with our inner selves. So alhamdulillah, people find it easier during Ramadan to abstain from um, vices, from sins that they may have habitually been committing prior to Ramadan. So during Ramadan, they find it easier to, you know, whether in... in I'm going to list some of these possible vices and wrongdoings, not to bring shame, but just to illustrate, you know, some people find it easier to stay away from the bars. Some people find it easier to abstain from backbiting. Some people find it easier during Ramadan to, you know, hold their tongues, not cuss, not be vulgar, not be obscene. Ramadan's coming to an end. And for those people, I think it's very important, first and foremost for myself and for everybody, to realize that in being virtuous, in being righteous and doing good deeds, you know, having taqwa, the fear and hope in Allah, being con you know conscious of the fact that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is ever watchful it's not that you completely erase the desire oh, oh let's take uh smoking for example it's not the fact that you completely erase every mental yearning to grab a cigarette it's the fact that when you have that desire, when you want to pick up that cigarette, it's your victory within yourself to stay your hand and say, you know what, I'm not going to pick it up. For those who, you know, maybe, you know, attending bars or, you know, parties once again, it's not that you completely, you know, have lost, ev you know, every desire to engage in that activity. It's your ability, when that desire comes, and if that desire comes, it is that ability to reject um, fulfilling that desire. And it's, you know, it's interesting because you know, there's a hadith narrated by Abu Huraira talking about, like, rewards for deeds, both good and bad, right? 
So if you desire to do something good, you're rewarded. If you desire to do something good and you actually execute on that desire to do something good, you are rewarded uh, multiple. If you desire to do something wrong, but you do not follow through and execute on that, then you are rewarded in the sense that you've done a good deed by restraining yourself. And that's the thing is with Ramadan coming to an end, I think it's very important that we emphasize the fact that, you know, with the end of Ramadan, you should basically, you you should be riling yourself up to have self-control, to have self-restraint, to have taqwa, taqwa to instill in you the sense that I know that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is witnessing my actions. And so you have to tell yourself that I can hold back from slipping back into bad habits that I may have lost during Ramadan, from acting upon bad desires that may have diminished during Ramadan, you have to, you have to instill that in you. I think, you know, depending on the circumstance that you may be in, you may find assistance in a a number of things. First and foremost, continue reading the Qur'an after Ramadan. Don't close the book and leave it away from you. Continue reading the Qur'an, especially with tadabbur, with, with like understanding. Like you're seeking understanding, right? Continue reading the Qur'an. For some people... It takes an an adjustment that can that can you know be in different forms. You know, in the Quran, you know, it's it's said that you know, if if you're in a bad environment, the the earth is vast. And so make hijrah. You know, we, we think of hijrah, we think of it like the historical event. Uh, the Prophet Muhammad وسلم, and the Sahaba going from Mecca to Medina. But Hijrah in general is, you know, you are migrating for the sake of Allah. Now, once again, let me make it clear. It's I'm not saying go to the North Pole. No, no, no. I'm, what I'm saying is if you're in a bad environment, migrate from that. That can be change the the group of friends that you're around that might be move out of a certain neighborhood you know you may be in a neighborhood where 
access to certain vices are very close. You might want to consider moving away from that setting. For some people, keeping that improvement after Ramadan may mean making the uncomfortable uh, you know, transition to introducing yourself to new people to once again trying to find, you know, that that close companion that can kind of help you keep grounded in your self-improvement. It might necessitate going to the masjid more often. If you are interested in any way for any advice, you know, my humble advice, or if you want to be introduced to more brothers and sisters that might help you become a better person, feel free to reach out to me. Um, you know, I, I know, I know sometimes that seems like an awkward thing to, to invite, but, you know, I'd rather, I'd rather be an assistance than a hindrance. Um, so don't be shy to reach out. Um, may Allah uh, keep our families safe, safe, healthy, and secure. May Allah give us the ability to witness the next Ramadan. May Allah instill in us taqwa, increased taqwa, Increased learning in an increase in our community and the institutions necessary to help our children, to help our adolescents, to help our adults, and to help our elders. Subhanaka Allahumma wa bihamdika. Ashadu la ilaha illa anta astaghfiruka wa atubu alik.